How is it going, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to season three of the Good Men Exist podcast. If you are not following me on all social media platforms, be sure to do so. It is the same on all of them at Jarrell GME. That's on Twitter. That's on Instagram. And those are the only two that matters because I'm not on nothing else. But be sure to interact with me. Leave a comment. DM me. Like a quote, like a picture. And if you have any suggestions for the show, be sure to hit me up on the Gmail at goodmenexistpodcast at gmail.com. Now that those plugs are out the way, enjoy today's show. Everybody's asking about the things we do. It's hard to keep you focused on just me and you. I'm hanging on the edge, but you don't see it. No, I said some things, but I don't mean it now. But every time I think we're making progress, it's a process. Sometimes I even wonder if we'll make it. Girl, don't say you love me if you fake it. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Good Men Exist podcast. I've missed you guys. Last week, we did the first ever GME Conversations with Jarrell live podcast. That was pretty dope. And thank you all for, quote unquote, coming out to show a little bit of love and support. As always, it is greatly appreciated. So I am probably going to do one more of those the third Tuesday of this month, June 2021. And then maybe, just maybe. We can dive into some IG lives, some YouTube lives. I may or may not be in the process of moving. So depending on how that goes, we'll determine exactly when slash if I do get around to those IG and YouTube lives because I'm pretty particular about how I want them. What I may do is when I move into my new spot, I want to maybe, you know, build out a set, make it aesthetically pleasing to the eye. But again, we'll see. But for those who showed love on last Tuesday for that live, again, thank you so much for taking the time out of your your night. You truly are appreciated. And I will let you know if I decide to do it again this month. Also, I have seen a few new reviews on the show on Apple Podcasts. So I also want to take the time out to thank you all for giving the show four and five stars. I do greatly appreciate it. And if you would like to leave a review, if you listen to me on Apple Definitely go on there, rate the show four or five stars, leave one or two sentences about what you think about the show. And that's it. 30 seconds of your day and I will forever be grateful. But now that that is out the way, let's dive into the topic of today's show. Don't be an enabler. And you already know what time it is. Page 527 in your Merriam's. We're going to talk about two different definitions of enable today. So we're going to focus on the first one, enable. And I want to focus on two separate definitions today. So the first definition of enable to provide the means or opportunity. And the second one is to cause to operate. So that's enable. But when you are an enabler, that definition is one that enables another to achieve an end, especially one who enables another to persist in such destructive behavior, such as substance abuse, by providing excuses or making it possible to avoid the consequence of such behavior. And keeping that in mind, as I see it, you have two reasons primarily 
that people become enablers. Now, this could be for friend, relationship, a provider of something that doesn't matter. It's the two reasons that I personally believe are the catalyst for the decision to become an enabler. So while there can be many, I'm not saying that this is the only two, but for the point of this particular podcast, my two reasons are this. One reason that a person will become an enabler is because there is a direct benefit to them, meaning whatever is happening, they hold the leverage, they hold the control, they hold the power, and the value in them holding that is greater than cutting off whatever the enabling factor is. Now, the second reason a person becomes an enabler is because there is an emotional connection. And in this case, it's not necessarily something that they are doing on purpose, but more so that they do it so easily and readily that it's subconscious. And then they don't think of it as enabling. There are two kinds of enabling. And I want to talk about both of those. And I want to focus those on relationships today. And that includes friendships, co-worker relationships, essentially any relationship that you can exist in. But my focus will be on the friendships and the relationships. So keeping the two reasons in mind, let's talk about that. Positive and negative enabling. With positive enabling, specifically in a relationship, it acts as reinforcement to better the overall relationship, the status of it, the growth of it, the connection of it, so on and so forth. So if you constantly have an open line of communication with your partner to where you're saying, hey, this is how I feel about this. When you said this, I didn't like it. When you said this, I did like it. When you did this, I don't know how I felt about it. This may seem somewhat burdensome to always have to have that communication, but I promise you, the better that line of communication is, your relationship has a higher chance of succeeding. And the reason this is, is because when you're providing that reinforcement, although it may be negative in nature, like, hey, I didn't like the way that you said this, or I didn't like the way how you talk to me, it's actually a positive enabler because now you have the opportunity to get to learn me. And if you're dedicated to me, you're dedicated to us, it shouldn't be too much for you to understand how I feel about certain things and then to adjust, not change, not forget who you are, adjust, also known as compromise, depending on what it is. So by me always allowing you to know how I feel about certain things that really bother me or things that I really enjoyed or liked, it's a positive enabler because now I am giving you all the tools that you need to help our relationship become better consistently. And by doing that, it acts as positive reinforcements. So if you care enough, you'll begin to understand these things. And while it may take some time to say, okay, well, I think she says she didn't like this or he didn't like that. After a while, it becomes subconscious. And that is what you really want to get to that level of connection, that level of compatibility, that level of communication and understanding. Because by doing so, as I say, you are enabling that person to learn you better, to love you better, to understand you better, to grow with you easier. And those are all the positive things. So when you are a positive enabler, that touches on the very first reason, meaning there's value there. There's the benefit there, but it isn't one-sided. It's two-sided because that other person can now feel free to explain how they feel about different things. And in doing so, their benefit is by you learning. So by positive enabling, you're touching on the benefit of that and that relationship. Same thing with friends. If you have a friend that you have known since second grade, whatever the case is, 
and you truly value that friendship, you value that relationship and you believe they do as well, it wouldn't be a bad thing to be a positive enabler to say, hey, just so you know, I appreciate you being there for me. I really had a rough week. Things didn't go to plan when I called you. You know, just being able to talk to you really made my day a whole lot better. You enable them to be a great friend. And that's something that you really want to focus on because that is how you weed out the people who shouldn't be on your team. And then the people that should, you keep them close. And it's a whole lot easier when you use this approach instead of just kind of negating it to, oh, well, it's this or it's that. Pay attention. Focus on it. Same thing with coworkers. If you have a coworker who, you know, jumps in to help out when they know you have a whole stack of reports or whatever it is to work on, be like, hey, I really appreciate it. You know, lunch on me or whatever the case. Enable that person's positive enforcements in your life because the benefit is to help you. The benefit is to be a great friend. The benefit is to be a great partner. So all that stuff goes hand in hand. But then there's the other side of enabling. And that's when you don't express how you feel. That's when you stay silent. That's when you give up easy on something that's irritating you. That's when you don't speak up. Now, it's one thing if you don't value it, whatever it is, that friendship, that co-working relationship, that actual romantic relationship enough. Then in that case, you know, it's whatever you can leave. You can make whatever decision you feel you need to make. But if you value it and you're sticking around in it, understand that this is negative enabling. Now you are teaching the person all of the wrong things. And in this case, you're the one suffering from it. So instead of you talking to them about it, the person who is directly affecting how you feel, maybe you go tell that friend. Maybe you go tell another coworker. Maybe you talk to another married couple about it instead of talking to them. Because now you have created a cycle. And in this case, it's not benefiting you. It's hurting you. And it's hurting your friendship, your relationship, so on and so forth. The real question is, is why aren't you making this a priority for you? With the positive enabling, you get the benefit. And then now, because you have an emotional connection, you would rather not make it a huge deal. Just suck it up for now. Maybe it's a passing thing. You begin to make excuses for why it's OK for that person to treat you this way, why it's OK for that person to say these things to you. And the more you enable that, the more it hurts you. And then you'll go to the friend or the couple, the coworker and say, you know, oh, you know, so and so has really been pissing me off lately. They've been saying this every time I try to do this, blah, blah, blah. What are you hoping for? Are you just venting? Are you hoping that maybe by you telling this other person, they'll go back and tell them and fix the problem for you? Because if that's your hope, you may as well hope for gold to fall out the sky. Because what you're doing is teaching this person to treat you that way. And then there's no consequences to it. So why wouldn't you want the benefit of saying, hey, I feel this way about it? Because they could always say, fuck your feelings. They could. Or they could say, hey, you know what? I didn't know that you felt that way. And then you're back on the positive enabling track. But you can't be mad at them. You can't blame your partner for not loving you better, for not listening to you more. You can't blame your friends for not being there for you, for not being dependable and consistent. You can't blame your coworkers for not pulling their weight when you are the one who has enabled them to do it. So whose fault is it? It's yours. That's some self-accountability stuff right there. Blaming everyone else does you no good. The benefit to you is speaking your mind in a way that it can be communicated to them so they comprehend it. But then there comes the point where you have done that, right? You have said, hey, enough is enough. Don't do this. I don't like it. I don't treat you this way. Why do you treat me this way? Where you have tried to express yourself. And no matter how you try to communicate it via 
writing it down via text, phone call, smoke signal, pigeon with a note on his foot, whatever it is, it's just not getting through to them. And so now because you have a solid understanding that this is a negative enablement, not a word, but I'm using it. Now that you understand that you can make a conscious decision. My last episode was on control what you can control. That is your greatest strength. Always be in control. So when you have tried to express yourself and that person isn't budging, guess what you are in control of? Your presence. You're directly in control of that. So keep your peace about yourself. Keep your control. Keep your power and make decisions that put you first in a relationship. Maybe tough. Some shit may change. But what's more important? You ensuring that they're always good or you ensuring that the only person that you're stuck with for your entire life, you, is good. Is it better to try to explain to a friend over and over and over what you want from them to no avail? Or is it better to be on your own until you find a friend who's consistent enough for you, who's dependable enough for you? You got to cut them off. That co-worker. At a certain point, you may have to say, hey, look, boss, I ain't trying to be a snitch or whatever, but so-and-so, I've been doing all this work. They be getting the credit for it and that shit ain't going to fly. And if your boss is on their side, it may be time to find a new job. So understand what I'm saying here. Sometimes you subconsciously don't even know that you are the person who is allowing the negative enabling. So in that case, like I said, you have no one else to blame. But when you realize it, when you listen to this episode and say, well, shit, you know, this person, I've been thinking about it and 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 it isn't working out with this friend. This isn't working out with this person. Stop putting yourself last and start putting yourself first. I'll leave you with this. A great example I have is a person I know enjoys watching my 600 pound life, right? Where these people are 600 plus pounds and, you know, they have different traumas or they're just lazy, whatever the case is. And a lot of times on this show, you would think with them being six, seven, eight hundred pounds that they would be lonely. Not at all. A lot of these people have significant others and they're primarily the ones who does the grocery shopping. So, you know, they'll say, hey, you know, I'm going to go and get some greens and some vegetables and stuff for us to eat. You know, we got to We got to get you on a diet plan. We got to get you, you know, back on your feet, literally and figuratively and then that person would get mad they'd be like i don't want no damn greens and vegetables you better bring back some burgers first of all i don't even know how you can be fat can't go with me to this place and then you're demanding better i was gonna say sit your ass down but they are the point is is that instead of being stable in their decision to try to help this person they gave in that's how they got to the weight that they are by someone in the family someone in the friendship enabling them instead of cutting them off and saying hey listen i care about you this is not healthy you're 31 you're not going to die from old age you're going to die because you're fat you're going to die because your your arteries are clogged you're going to die from a heart attack because all you do is eat shit that isn't good for you i understand that you may have had a hard childhood i understand that you may have had this happen to you but at the same time you're allowing that to dictate your life and it happened 25 years ago at what point are you worth living a better life for you? At what point are you worth breaking those chains for you? But many times that's not the route that they take. And when you have tried to do that as that person, when you have taken that stand and they refuse to budge, then you have to cut yourself off from them because that amount of stress, that amount of worry does you no good and it doesn't do them any good either. So cut off your enablers if you are the person who needs the help. And if you are the enabler and it's not the positive enabling, it's time to cut that shit off. When I tell you at the end of my podcast to be great, it's literally because I want you 
to be the greatest version of yourself, to not be the person that holds you back. I am the biggest person to say, stop holding yourself back because it's crazy. It's crazy to me. The stuff that you are in control of, you decide not to do your best job at. So if you have any amount of negative enabling in your life, whether they are family, whether they are friend, whether they are a coworker, whether they are a partner in business, in your life, doesn't matter. At a certain point, you have to make that decision. And if you've already been thinking about it, that decision may be today. Do what's best for you and ensure that the life that you're living is the one you chose. All right, guys, that is it for today's episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it. If you did, tell a friend, tell a family member about it. I would greatly appreciate the support. If you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, if you're not following me on Instagram or Twitter, be sure to follow me at Jarrell, G-M-E-J-E-R-R-E-L-L-G-M-E. Yesterday was Memorial Day. Hopefully you all had a good time. Have a phenomenal rest of your week. As usual, I hope each and every one of you is doing well. And as always, be great people.